This is the SB Live Washington podcast, your twice-weekly conversation about high school sports and the people who play them across the Evergreen State. I'm Andy Bueller, reporter with SB Live. We're going to talk and predict week nine of the high school football season. We've got league titles being decided, postseason berths being handed out, and a lot of drama and great matchups here in uh, the final week, technically the final week of the regular season. Uh, for many leagues across this state. Joining me, as always, uh, is my partner in crime and the co-captain of this ship, senior reporter with SB Live, the prodigal son of Tacoma, and your pal and mine, Todd Millis. Todd, we're staring week nine right down the barrel. How you feeling? I'm feeling I better have my umbrella ready, man. Starts tonight, starts Thursday night here with a Kinko 4A championship and uh, an expected downpour. And I think actually the rest of the weekend up, you know, around the state, Andy, it's going to be nice weather for some of these league championships to close out their schedule. Well, I sure hope so. Uh, I'm going to be at Camus Union on Friday. Uh, That's an early game. Uh, So we're we're hoping it holds out. Uh, Maybe we'll actually get some daylight. You know, we're, we're hitting the time of year, Todd, where... Uh, especially like you and I like to roam uh, the field in the pregame, snap some photos, shake some hands. And we're reaching the part of the year where it's just starting to get dark early. And I, I got to say, it's uh, as excited as and as much as I love uh, those warm, early summer, uh, kind of summer into fall games, you know, that that early darkness, the, the rain, the cold, it, it, it kind of beckons for playoff football and we're almost there. Yeah, you used to be able to show up at a game an hour, hour ahead of time and get some pregame photos and just the lights there. And it's yeah, I mean, I'll be driving up to East Lake up in Sammamish today for the Kinko Championship. I'm leave mid afternoon. By the time I get up there, I know that we'll 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 already start losing the lights. So it's it's that time of year. That's kind of why you sort of appreciate the Saturday afternoon games, Andy, because the the light the, the daylight is so precious. No question. There, there are some Saturday afternoon games, too. Uh, you know, the Kennewick-Richland uh, game, 3A-4A MCC game got moved uh, to Saturday. Um, and then there's another game on Saturday, Pialop and Bellum and Prep. We're seeing that more and more just because of official shortages across the state. Uh, those numbers have just been dwindling and uh, and it feels like there's been a lot more movement from that standpoint. Um, but our coverage plan outside of where you and I are going to be, Todd, uh, fill in the gaps here because we're, we're going to have a reporter at Mount Spokane at Gonzaga Prep, uh, Cole Forsman in the Spokane area. Uh, we are going to have a reporter at Lake Stevens Glacier Peak. Is that right? Matt Massey. Matt Massey, the uh, the tried and true vet. Uh, Times Prep, Matt M., is is how I, I knew him for a long time before I met him, and a very, very nice guy. Uh, be sure to follow along for that story. We'll have Jeff Morrow in the Tri-Cities area at Kennewick, Richland on Saturday. What am I missing? <laughs> missing you, Matt. Oh, I talked about me. Camus Union, Friday. Uh, and then I'll, I'll kind of be, since that's an early game, I'm going to kind of be doing flyover coverage, monitoring some games around the state, and uh, doing kind of a, a statewide roundup, which you'll be able to find on the site, which you can go to and access all of our stories, these podcasts, videos, uh, photos, highlights, the likes, scorebooklive.com slash Washington. 
the SB Live Sports app as well. Download that for free wherever you get your app store. Todd, I just hit um, – I, I, I'm really bad at updating apps on my phone. I always go to my app store and it goes, all right, you've got like 36 apps that need updating. And I don't have all day to sit around and wait for it to be updated. But I went to go check and the SB Live Sports app actually has an update uh, that has more than just bug fixes. You can actually vote for Athlete of the Week in the, in the app now. Uh, it's got a little, it's just kind of some things cleaned up. And I've always said, I say it every week with, with the statewide scoreboard, with real-time scores, in addition to our coverage, videos, there's in the app a tab where you can stream NFHS games. The uh, National Federation of High School State Associations, it's a subscription service, so you do have to have a subscription. Go bum one off your friend or something. I mean, I, gosh, Todd, you know, everybody at SB Live bums mine, so uh, that's that's not true. But lots to lots to like on the app, um, so, so download that for free wherever you get apps. And why don't we jump into it, Todd? Starting with the game that you're going to be at, if you're listening to this podcast uh, after that game's already happened... Uh, head to the site and read Todd's coverage. Uh, I'm sure it will be thorough. Highlights, takeaways, photos. But Bothell goes on the road and takes on Eastlake. Todd, you predicted it a few weeks ago. We've talked about it extensively since. These are two very good programs, very good teams year in and year out. Bothell was in the 2019 state title game. Eastlake has been knocking on that door for a long time and is rolling under first-year coach Kyle Snell. This one's for the 4A Kinko title. Who are you picking? Yeah, this this was sort of a head versus heart thing. Uh, my head, everything logically says pick Eastlake. Um, they're the more explosive team. They're playing at home. Um, they they just they just seem to be sharper. Um, they might have the best. Well, they do have the best two way player on the field in Griffin Miller, the tight end, the middle linebacker, and yet. You and I both had the same hunch on this. You know, it's it's hard to pick against a team that seems to be in this situation time and time again. Bothell is. Tom Boehner has a proven track record. He has a an experienced staff. He has a is an explosive running back. He just finds a way to win games. They have not won games. It, it's just it's just not been like it has been for GK. Let's just put it that way. It's it's. It's we're gonna grind it out. We're gonna find ways to win in the fourth quarter. We're gonna, we, we'll win. We'll win high high scoring games. We'll win low scoring games. One week the offense is the star. The next week the defense is the star. But they're they're ham and egg in it, and they're finding ways to win games. And I just could not pick against them this week. My head tells me Eastlake. My heart tells me Bothell. I know the site picks Bothell. I know you had the same hunch. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game in the rain. Bothell wins. Yeah, I think our official pick was 22 to 19 and just to be clear, you know, you and I make picks as a collective. You and I talk about these games and in the week uh, preview that comes out every Tuesday on the site, scorebooklive.com/washington, that kind of takes a look at the top storylines to follow, follows up on some stuff from the week before, touches on all corners of the state, the biggest storylines across the state. Uh when we say SB Live Washington's pick, that's kind of an amalgam of, of you and I, Todd. Uh, and so this podcast in and of itself is us kind of fleshing that out. Uh, so 22-19 Bothell, that's, uh, that's the only Thursday game we're going to pick. We're going to move straight to Friday and start with the early game, which is at McKenzie Stadium in Vancouver. Camus at Union. If Camus wins, 
It wins an outright 4A GSHL title after starting 0-4 against Oregon schools. It's been a remarkable uh, stretch for uh, the papermakers. And Skyview is sitting finished with league play, having lost to Camus and beat Union. And Skyview is now rooting for Camus because if Camus wins, Skyview gets the second of two bids from that four-team league. If Union wins, it forces a three-way tie with Skyview and Camus. And they're going to play a Kansas City-style modified playoff on Monday at 5 p.m. at Battleground High School for those two bids. Uh, so that's that's going to be a mess if that happens. It's I've covered those types of things before. It's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of moving parts. Football traditionalists absolutely hate those things. Uh, but when you're when you're playing for two playoff bids, uh, coaches I think ultimately uh, decide at the end of the day, or at least they did here. Let's settle this on the field. My pick, Todd, I can't pick against the papermakers with how they're playing at this point. Uh, 28-21 is my pick. Um, you know, Union's still looking, I think, for that signature win. Lost to O'Day, lost to Skyview. Won on the road last week against Wenatchee. Tobias Merriweather did not play. Uh, Notre Dame commit, 6-5, speedy, wide out. He's going to be back uh, this week. You know, he took a hit against Skyview. And uh, Union should be at full strength. And uh, I'll, I'll be really interested to see, you know, how, how the Titans kind of combat the, the, the defense of, of Camus that so effectively shut down Skyview. But my pick is uh, Camus by a touchdown. What say you? Well, what say me is the last podcast and the podcast before that and the apologies to the papermakers. <laughs> I mean, I'm not picking against Camus. I mean, that would be so contradictory. I, I just I can't do it. And, and you know, Andy, that Union's been my team from day one. I thought that they were the best team in the spring, in the preseason, leading up to the fall. Uh, Tobias Merriweather, you know, arguably the best recruit to come out of the county. Uh, I just, I can't pick against Camus. I can't pick against momentum. I can't pick against tradition. Uh, and Union has got, not, not to say that Union doesn't have tradition, but Camus is on one of those runs where you just go, get out of my way. Uh and I, you know, I, do I think, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to pick Camus on the road uh, when, when Union's in a must-win game to, to even get into a Kansas City tiebreaker. But I think Cam settles it Friday night. I think Camus wins. It won't be the low-scoring game that you covered last spring, but I'm going to say, you know, 17-14. But that was about the score of the game I covered last spring. Like 2-0 to zero or something. It got, it, it, I, and honestly, Todd, I don't remember. It was like 15-8 to eight or something like that. But, yeah, it, was, it felt like 2-0. to zero. <laughs> <laughs> coming off a, a pandemic shutdown. Uh, but yeah, hey, Union's got home field advantage here. But uh, this thing, you know, Camus fans don't have to travel far. It's just right down the road, you know, 15, 20 minutes. So I'm expecting a, a lively 4.30 p.m. crowd for this game. Uh, you can stream it too. Uh, the Evergreen Public Schools is, uh, is going to stream it uh, on YouTube, I believe. So 28-21 Camus. Let's head up to the 4A Wesco. Lake Stevens brings its 49-win Wesco 4A streak into the matchup. Uh, could get to 50, but they have to go through Glacier Peak. Both of these picks, both of these teams are playoff teams. Uh, Kamiak played Lake Stevens within a touchdown last week. We talked about it uh, on our uh, Week 8 in Review podcast. The SB Live Washington site, Todd, is picking an upset is picking the Vikings to go down. Shane Keck and Glacier Peak to prevail. 
35-30 is the pick. Uh, in, in two sentences, explain this one. What's going through your head here? Well, we picked them last spring. That didn't work out very well for SB Live. And <laughs> just if, it, if you first don't it, succeed, it, try, try again. Yeah, yeah, just keep throwing oatmeal <laughs> against the wall. No, I mean, there's there's some logic here. You know, we talked extensively about this earlier in the week, Andy, and and what did Kamiak show something? And, I, you know, I talked to Tom Try a little bit and – uh, a little bit. And he, yeah, he said it exposed some things. Um, as good as those athletes are on the perimeter, uh, this is a team that's, that's kind of struggled against mobile quarterbacks, team, quarterbacks that can get out and scramble. And River Lean can do that for Glacier Peak. But that's not the reason why I picked Glacier Peak to win. And when you're, when you're a really good first year starting quarterback goes down late in that Kamiak game, like, like Grayson Murin did with a, with a broken leg, it's not. It's not season-ending. He could be back later in the playoffs if Lake Stevens gets that far. But now they've got to break in a new guy for the most important game of the year. And who is that going to be? It could be they can move Cole Becker over. He's been playing receiver. He's a junior. He's pretty good size. You know, it could be Caden LaPlante. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Glacier Peak knows. But I, I just I, what I do know is when you lose your starting quarterback in week eight and you're, and you're heading into rivalry week, that's, that's a tough – that's a tall task. Now, can – can, can Blake Stevens win this game? Can they just give the ball to Jaden Lamar and company and, and run this thing out? Yeah. Do they have the kind of athletes to, to overcome that? Yeah. But I just – Glacier Peak at home, the streaks – it's, it's not going to go on forever. Why not have it end now? I, I pick Glacier Peak to win and win the 4A West go. Um, but don't kill me, Tom Try, if, if, if you end up do winning and just at least don't laugh in my face. The resolve of Grayson Murin – playing some of that game last week against Kamiak on a broken leg. I mean, Todd, I know I, I know we're not, you know, this isn't a compound fracture or anything like that. You said he could be back, you know, in, in a couple weeks by season's end at that that, you know, if they're there, if they're in the postseason, it's it's not out of the question, but it just it just, you know, I think I think that that needs to be that point needs to be driven in that this this young man uh, you know, showed the resolve to stay in the game a la Donovan McNabb playing on a broken ankle, a la Greg Jennings. <laughs> How did he do it? <laughs> so lots of resolve. Shout out Grayson Murin. Well, yeah, and, and honestly, Andy, we know that we know that he, he will go right into basketball season as arguably their best player in basketball too. So we don't want this to we don't want this to be the way his senior year ends. We want him to get healthy. We want him to we want to see him play football and meaningful games in the postseason. And we certainly want to see him back on the basketball court as well. Moving across the state to the GSL, Greater Spokane League. 3A in that league, Mount Spokane has locked up number one. Gonzaga Prep has locked up number one, uh, the number one seed in 4A. But those two teams are playing for GSL supremacy this week. SB Live Washington picks 30-19. to 19. Gonzaga Prep and that stringy defense, and that triple option, Bob Sacamano block scheme, Dave, co- head coach Dave McKenna, triple option offense, led by quarterback Ryan McKenna. 30-19, to 19, Gonzaga prep is the pick. Todd, what, uh, what about the Bullpups stands out to you here? Well, you know, I talked to a GSL coach about this game, and, and, and quite frankly, they, you know, of all the teams that they play in the GSL, uh, Gun- uh, Mount Spokane might match up best with with Gonzaga prep and what they do they don't they don't change they don't shift a whole lot in this particular matchup you know they can do sing, do some things with their past game with Kellen Flanagan and 
and and get and attack the perimeter. That's how you have to attack Gonzaga Prep. You have to attack them out wide, and you have to attack them deep. And and the and the Wildcats have that. I just in in a game where Gonzaga Prep could shorten it, they're at home. They've got a senior quarterback on a mission. I just couldn't pick against Gonzaga Prep at home. Uh, we think that they're one of the two or three best teams in 4A. They're a viable state contender. Um, that's why I kind of picked them to kind of finish the deed and, and move on to the postseason. You know, Mount Spokane's impressive. Mount Spokane has, I think, uh, a deep 3A playoff run in them. Um, but can it can it overcome uh, a rush attack that is just really hard to figure out? Uh, and, and for those reasons, Todd, I, I agree with you. I think Gonzaga Prep gets the nod here, especially at home. Um, really looking forward to that one. I hope uh, I hope they pack that place uh, at G Prep. I was I was there in week two. It's a it's it's a fun environment. It's not a huge stadium, but it, I, I'm sure um, with all the bragging rights on the line that uh, that that place is going to be rocking. But let's head back to the Northwest Conference. We talked about the wild scene uh, in with in the Northwest Conference at the two A level with all those great teams uh, competing for just two postseason bids. That all comes down to one game this week. Burlington Edison at Squalicum for that number two spot. What's the pick, Todd? Yeah, I mean, I, I think this sets up for a Squalicum win. I mean, Burlington Edison is a, is a great story They've, with, you know, uh, a, a team that, that, that was an offer here a couple years ago has made has made some, some great progress. Uh, a team that's really navigated this league. As you know, this is a power-packed district. But Squalcom hasn't had that that really good um, backfield, offensive backfield together since week three. They, you know, uh, they 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 both have sort of been in and out of the lineup. They and and not a hundred percent, and that's the key. When you have a quarterback that can run, and 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 he's one of the fastest guys probably at the position. Um, you know, you're, you're if he's nursing a shoulder injury like he has, you're you're gonna you're gonna kind of be conservative. He's full go. Uh, you know, Ben Schemblocker. Yeah, I'm sorry, Leighton Smithson. Correct, and then in Ben Schemblocker, the the Wazoo commit um, is 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 fully healthy, and to have those two guys, you know, staring at you on defense, that's that's a tall task for this Burlington Edison defense that, that's played really really well. Though I don't want to sh- shortcut that they probably have the MVP in Zach Watson, uh, Zach Watson, uh, the dual threat quarterback who scares the crud out of defensive coordinators all throughout the state in 2A. It's unfortunate that both of these teams can't be in the state playoffs because both of them have played well. Both of them are seemingly playing their best football right now. Um, it just It's just unfortunate that this has sort of come down to a winner-take-all game at, in Bellingham on Friday night. You know, we were I was putting together our uh, top 10 highlights of the week, which come out every Monday night. They're left open for fan vote on what the top highlight is through Friday. You could vote for uh, actually by the time you're listening to this, it might have closed. They closed Friday at 9 a.m. But anyways, um, I think this was two weeks ago. I think it was in the Nooksack game. Um, Squalicum had a series of long touchdown runs and Leighton Smithson, man. I mean, he he had one. I think he had an 80 yard run uh, and we ended up including Ben Schlembacher's, I think, 90 yard touchdown run where he just exploded up the middle and nobody could catch him. But Smithson, man, that kid is so fast. I mean, you talk about track speed. We've talked about it before uh, at this point. Uh, I think we talked about it in the preseason even. You and I uh, know his name from uh, 
our coverage in the state of Idaho last year. But uh, yeah, very impressive uh, quarterbacks on both sides of the ball that kind of do different things. So uh, Squall comes the pick here. Uh, that should be a good game to follow. Let's head to the 3A PCL. Four teams in the 3A PCL get into the postseason, but two teams are kind of going to be playing for second this week uh, after Lincoln secured uh, that PCL crown last week in the win over Lakes that you covered and we talked about uh, in our last podcast. Lakes is going at Spanaway Lake to play for second. Uh, Spanaway Lake, of course, has dealt with a COVID pause, has dealt with cancellations, has only played a couple games this season, was a team that we thought after what they did in the spring season running the table and how much it brought back, uh, was really poised to do something special this year. And and it's tough because they really haven't uh, had the opportunity to do that. Uh, And so I think this is going to be kind of a prove-it game for a Spanaway Lake team that will be playing in the the postseason, uh, but faces a tall task in a Lakes team that got its quarterback back for a fifth year a couple weeks ago and looked you know, really strong in a losing effort last week on Saturday against Lincoln. Todd, with for, without further ado, um, what's your pick? I don't know if I can pick this game, Andy. I, I, we saw what Spanaway Lake, I mean, they've been on three COVID pauses. We were, uh, we've written about that. They came, after, they came back from a COVID pause and got drilled by Lincoln. They did, just didn't look very sharp coming off the break. Um, and then last week, you know, it, I, I talked to Cam Roback a little bit about, you know, what do you do to keep your edge? I mean, this is the third time this has happened. And he, he says, you know, all we can do is simulate some competitive stuff, some one-on-one stuff in practice, um, do some team bonding stuff. Um, yeah, he goes, it's a challenge. It's been a challenge. Um, I, mean, he, I mean, he brought up the point. You think about it. He goes, we're going to play more games in the spring than we will in the fall in the regular season. And that's, that's mind-blowing, um, given the fact that the this, this spring season was so abbreviated. So, But they're playing at home. You know, I, 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 I really like Josiah Wagner. The one thing that the, he had a big game against Lakes last year, the, the thing about the time down or the time off is, is he's, he's been able to just sort of get that foot injury right I think this is as close to 100% as you're going to see him. He's a dangerous, dangerous skill position player, Dempsey James. Uh, they've, you know, they've had some guys that have really stepped up. Joshua Colley's a guy that we, we've highlighted on our, on our highlight package, a sophomore running back, um, that good defense. But I, Lakes has to take a lot of confidence, Andy, from what it, it did last week in, in being in that game against Lincoln, down so many starters with their own COVID issues. Uh, I thought Justin Brennan played pretty well. I know he had two turnovers, but he made two big pass plays. Uh, you know, Leah Pululasi and, and Michael Westbrook Jr. And, and, and I mean, they've got their own really good cast of fantastic skill position guys. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Is, is Devon, Devon Nafoa Masoe back? There's a chance he might be back for the playoffs, Andy, from what Dave Miller is telling me. He's, he, I talked to him before the game last week. He's champing at the bit. He's, you know, I don't think he likes being in street clothes. It's been two plus years now since he's, you know, it's, it's just been unfortunate that he's had to deal with, with the knee stuff. And, um, but he, I don't think he will be back this week. I, I will pick Spanaway Lake. I don't think it's going to be a very high scoring game. And last year was, but I think in the, you know, I, I think it's just going to be more of a defensive controlling things. Um, very conservative, just kind of close to the vest. I, I think Spanaway Lake's going to win 1917. 
Well, I agree with you with the low scoring nature of things, but uh, you pick, you say 1917. I, I, I kind of think Lakes is going to pull this one out, Todd. I think they're they're still searching for that signature win, uh, the momentum carrying over from last week, and just the athletes they have all over the field. Uh, I think match up with what Spanaway has. Uh, okay, and yeah, I, th- I I like Lakes here in in a close one, but this uh, again speaks to the strength of uh, the top three in this league. Let's head over. Let's head across uh, the state to uh, the middle of the state. The SEAC 1A, SEAC East, is playing for the top spot. Um, I, I don't think we have a whole lot of uh, reservations on this pick. Connell takes on Royal. Two-storied programs, two programs that have played each other a lot of times over a lot of years. Uh, and both programs uh, that, will, that will be in the postseason here in the last week of league play uh, – it's at Royal. Royal has dispensed of everybody in its path uh, for uh, as long as, uh, I guess, the last close game it played was the uh, 20, 2019 state championship game that they won, uh, that the Knights won. So uh, I say Royal 42-10. to 10. I think, uh, I think uh, Carson Reiner at running back at Connell and that Connell rush attack gets, gets at least one touchdown in. Uh, but Royal, Derek Bergeson... Uh, Luke Bergeson, Avery Ellis, and Co. Roll on Friday. What do you say? I, I say the same. I, you know, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel here. That's a pretty good score, Andy. Um, I'm impressed. You're impressed, but seemingly people around the state are bored. I see where Eatonville is closing the gap in the AP poll. I see. I, I just I hear chatter that this is Royals ripe for a loss. I, I just I I I don't. I guess I guess when you win as many games as Wiley Allred does and, and the Knights, and it just gets pretty boring that you just throw anything up there. Like, yeah, you're not going to get beat. I, I, I don't see him getting beat this week. I don't see him getting beat next week. I don't see him getting beat. This is the SB Live Washington podcast, your twice-weekly conversation about high school sports and the people who play them across the Evergreen State. I'm Andy Bueller, reporter with SB Live. We're going to talk and predict week nine of the high school football season. We've got league titles being decided, postseason berths being handed out, and a lot of drama and great matchups here in uh, the final week, technically the final week of the regular season. Uh, for many leagues across this state. Joining me, as always, uh, is my partner in crime and the co-captain of this ship, senior reporter with SB Live, the prodigal son of Tacoma, and your pal and mine, Todd Millis. Todd, we're staring week nine right down the barrel. How you feeling? I'm feeling I better have my umbrella ready, man. Starts tonight, starts Thursday night here with a Kinko 4A championship and a an expected downpour. And I think actually the rest of the weekend up, you know, for around the state, Andy, it's going to be nice weather for some of these league championships to close out their schedule. Well, I sure hope so. Uh, I'm going to be at Camus Union on Friday. Uh, that's an early game. Uh, so we're, we're hoping it holds out. Uh, maybe we'll actually get some daylight. You know, we're, we're hitting the time of year, Todd, where uh, especially like you and I like to roam uh, the field in the pregame, snap some photos, shake some hands. And 
we're reaching the part of the year where it's just starting to get dark early. And I, I got to say, it's uh, as excited as and as much as I love uh, those warm, early summer, uh, kind of summer into fall games, you know, that that early darkness, the, the rain, the cold, it, it, it kind of beckons for playoff football and we're almost there. Yeah, you used to be able to show up at a game an hour hour ahead of time and get some pregame photos and just the lights there and it's yeah i mean i'll be driving up to east lake up in sammamish today for the kinko championship i'm leave mid-afternoon by the time i get up there i know that we'll, we'll we'll already start losing the lights so it's it's that time of year that's kind of why you sort of appreciate the saturday afternoon games andy because the the light the, the daylight is so precious no question there there are some saturday afternoon games too uh you know the Kennewick, uh, Ch- Richland game, 3A, 4A, MCC game got moved uh, to Saturday. Um, and then there's another game on Saturday, Pialop and Bellum and Prep. We're seeing that more and more just because of official shortages across the state. Uh, those numbers have just been dwindling and, um, and it feels like there's been a lot more movement from that standpoint. Um, but our coverage plan outside of where you and I are going to be, Todd, uh, fill in the gaps here because we're, we're going to have a reporter at Mount Spokane at Gonzaga Prep, uh, Cole Forsman in the Spokane area. Uh, we are going to have a reporter at Lake Stevens Glacier Peak. Is that right? Matt Massey. Matt Massey, the uh, the tried and true vet. Uh, times prep Matt M is is how I, I knew him for a long time before I met him and a very very nice guy uh, be sure to follow along for that story we'll have Jeff Morrow in the Tri-Cities area at Kennewick Richland on Saturday what am I missing <laughs> missing you man oh I talked about me Camus Union Friday uh, and then I'll, I'll kind of be since that's an early game I'm gonna kind of be doing flyover coverage monitoring some games around the state and uh, doing kind of a, a statewide roundup, which you'll be able to find on the site, which you can go to and access all of our stories, these podcasts, videos, uh, photos, highlights, the likes, scorebooklive.com slash Washington, the SB Live Sports app as well. Download that for free wherever you get your app store. Todd, I just hit, um, I, I, I'm really bad at updating apps on my phone. I always go to my app store and it goes, all right, you've got like 36 apps that need updating and I don't have all day to sit around and wait for it to be updated. But I went to go check and the SB Live Sports app actually has an update uh, that has more than just bug fixes. You can actually vote for Athlete of the Week in the in the app now. Uh, it's got a little, it's just kind of some things cleaned up. And I've always said, I say it every week with, with the statewide scoreboard, with real-time scores, in addition to our coverage, videos, there's in the app a tab where you can stream NFHS games, the uh, National Federation of High School State Associations. It's a subscription service, so you do have to have a subscription. Go bum one off your friend or something. I mean, I, gosh, Todd, you know, everybody at SB Live bums mine, so uh, that's that's not true. But lots to lots to like on the app, um, so, so download that for free wherever you get apps. And why don't we jump into it, Todd? Starting with the game that you're going to be at. If you're listening to this podcast uh, after that game's already happened, uh, head to the site and read Todd's coverage. Uh, I'm sure it will be thorough. Highlights, takeaways, photos. But Bothell goes on the road and takes on Eastlake. 
Todd, you predicted it a few weeks ago. We've talked about it extensively since. These are two very good programs, very good teams year in and year out. Botha was in the 2019 state title game. Eastlake has been knocking on that door for a long time and is rolling under first-year coach Kyle Snell. This one's for the 4A Kinko title. Who are you picking? Yeah, this this was sort of a head versus heart thing. Uh, my head, everything logically says pick Eastlake. Um, they're the more explosive team. They're playing at home. Um, they they just they just seem to be sharper. Um, they might have the best. Well, they do have the best two way player on the field in Griffin Miller, the tight end, the middle linebacker, and yet. You and I both had the same hunch on this. You know, it's it's hard to pick against a team that seems to be in this situation time and time again. Bothell is. Tom Boehner has a proven track record. He has a an experienced staff. He has a is an explosive running back. He just finds a way to win games. They have not won games. It, it's just it's just not been like it has been for GK. Let's just put it that way. It's it's. It's we're going to grind it out. We're going to find ways to win in the fourth quarter. We're gonna, we, we'll win. We'll win high high scoring games. We'll win low scoring games. One week the offense is the star. The next week the defense is the star. But they're they're ham and egg in it, and they're finding ways to win games. And I just could not pick against them this week. My head tells me Eastlake. My heart tells me Bothell. I know the site picks Bothell. I know you had the same hunch. I think it's going to be a low scoring game in the rain. Bothell wins. Yeah, I think our official pick was 22 to 19. And just to be clear, you know, you and I make picks as a collective. You and I talk about these games. And in the week uh, preview that comes out every Tuesday on the site, scorebooklive.com slash Washington, that kind of takes a look at the top storylines to follow, follows up on some stuff from the week before, touches on all corners of the state, the biggest storylines across the state. Uh when we say SB Live Washington's pick, that's kind of an amalgam of, of you and I, Todd. Uh, and so this podcast in and of itself is us kind of fleshing that out. Uh, so 22-19 Bothell, that's, uh, that's the only Thursday game we're going to pick. We're going to move straight to Friday and start with the early game, which is at McKenzie Stadium in Vancouver. Camus at Union. If Camus wins... It wins an outright 4A GSHL title after starting 0-4 against Oregon schools. It's been a remarkable uh, stretch for uh, the papermakers. And Skyview is sitting finished with league play, having lost to Camus and beat Union. And Skyview is now rooting for Camus because if Camus wins, Skyview gets the second of two bids from that four-team league. If Union wins, it forces a three-way tie with Skyview and Camus. And they're going to play a Kansas City-style modified playoff on Monday at 5 p.m. at Battleground High School for those two bids. Uh, so that's that's going to be a mess if that happens. It's I've covered those types of things before. It's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of moving parts. Football traditionalists absolutely hate those things. Um, but when you're, when you're playing for two playoff bids, uh, coaches, I think, ultimately uh, decide at the end of the day, or at least they did here, let's settle this on the field. My pick, Todd, I can't pick against the papermakers with how they're playing at this point. Uh, 28-21 is my pick. Um, you know, Union's still looking, I think, for that signature win. Lost to O'Day, lost to Skyview. Won on the road last week against Wenatchee. Tobias Merriweather did not play. Uh, Notre Dame commit, 6'5", speedy, wide out. 
he's going to be back uh, this week. You know, he took a hit against Skyview and uh, Union should be at full strength. And uh, I'll, I'll be really interested to see, you know, how, how the Titans kind of combat the, the, the defense of, of Camus that so effectively shut down Skyview. But my pick is uh, Camus by a touchdown. What say you? Well, what say me is the last podcast and the podcast before that and the apologies to the papermakers. <laughs> I mean, I'm not picking against Camus. I mean, that would be so contradictory. I, I just, I can't do it. And, and you know, Andy, that Union's been my team from day one. I thought that they were the best team in the spring, in the preseason, leading up to in the fall. Uh, Tobias Merriweather, you know, arguably the best recruit to come out of the county. Uh, I just... I can't pick against Camus. I can't pick against momentum. I can't pick against tradition. Uh, and Union has got, not, not to say that Union doesn't have tradition, but Camus is on one of those runs where you just go, get out of my way. Uh, and I, I you know, I, do I think, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to pick Camus on the road uh, when, when Union's in a must-win game to, to even get into a Kansas City tiebreaker. But I think Cam settles it Friday night. I think Camus wins. It won't be the low-scoring game that you covered last spring, but I'm going to say, you know, 17-14. But that was about the score of the game I covered last spring. Like 2-0 to zero or something. It got, it, it, I, and honestly, Todd, I don't remember. It was like 15-8 to eight or something like that, but yeah, it, was, it felt like 2-0 to zero. <laughs> coming off a, a pandemic shutdown. Uh, but yeah, hey, Union's got home field advantage here, but uh, this thing... You know, Camus fans don't have to travel far. It's just right down the road, you know, 15, 20 minutes. So I'm expecting a, a lively 4.30 p.m. crowd for this game. Uh, you can stream it, too. Uh, the Evergreen Public Schools is uh, is going to stream it uh, on YouTube, I believe. So 28-21 Camus. Let's head up to the 4A Wesco. Lake Stevens brings its 49-win Wesco 4A streak into the matchup. Uh, could get to 50 but they have to go through Glacier Peak. Both of these picks, both of these teams are playoff teams. Uh, Kamiak played Lake Stevens within a touchdown last week. We talked about it uh, on our uh, Week 8 in Review podcast. The SB Live Washington site, Todd, is picking an upset, is picking the Vikings to go down. Shane Keck and Glacier Peak to prevail. 35-30 is the pick. Uh, in, in two sentences, explain this one. What's going through your head here? Well, we picked them last spring. That didn't work out very well for SB Live. And <laughs> we just if, it, if you first don't <laughs> succeed, try try again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just keep throwing oatmeal against the wall. No, I mean there's there's some logic here. You know, we talked extensively about this earlier in the week, Andy, and and what did Kamiak show something? And I, you know, I talked to Tom Try a little bit and uh, a little bit, and he, yeah, he said it exposed some things. Um, as good as those athletes are on the perimeter, uh, this is a team that's that's kind of struggled against mobile quarterbacks team quarterbacks that can get out and scramble and river lean can do that for glacier peak but that's not the reason why i picked glacier peak to win and when you're when you're really good first year starting quarterback goes down late in that Kamiak game like like grayson murin did with a with a broken leg it's not it's not season ending he could be back later in the playoffs if lake stevens gets that far but now they've got to break in a new guy for the most important game of the year and who is that going to be it could be they can move Cole Becker over. He's been playing receiver. He's a junior. He's pretty good size. You know, it could be Caden LaPlante. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Glacier Peak knows. 
But I, I just, I, what I do know is when you lose your starting quarterback in week eight and you're, and you're heading into rivalry week, that's, that's a tough, that's a tall task. Now, can, can, can Blake Stevens win this game? Can they just give the ball to Jaden Lamar and company and, and run this thing out? Yeah. Do they have the kind of athletes to, to overcome that? Yeah. But I just, Glacier Peak at home, the streaks, now, it's, it's not going to go on forever. Why not have it end now? I, I pick Glacier Peak to win and win the 4A West go. Um, but don't kill me, Tom. Try if, if, if you end up do winning and just at least don't laugh in my face. The resolve of Grayson Murin playing some of that game last week against Kamiak on a broken leg. I mean, Todd, I know, I, I know we're not, you know, this isn't a compound fracture or anything like that. You said he could be back, you know, in, in a couple weeks by season's end at that, that, you know, if they're there. If they're in the postseason, it's it's not out of the question, but it just it just you know I think I think that that needs to be that point needs to be driven in that this this young man uh, you know showed the resolve to stay in the game, a la Donovan McNabb playing on a broken ankle, a la Greg Jennings. <laughs> How did he do it? <laughs> so lots of resolve. Shout out Grayson Murin. Well, yeah, and and honestly, Andy, we know that we know that. He, he will go right into basketball season as arguably their best player in basketball too. So we don't want this to, we don't want this to be the way his senior year ends. We want him to get healthy. We want him to, we want to see him play football and meaningful games in the postseason, And we certainly want to see him back on the basketball court as well. Moving across the state to the GSL greater Spokane league three, a in that league, Mount Spokane has locked up. Number one, Gonzaga prep has locked up. Number one, uh, the number one seed in four, a, but those two teams are playing for GSL supremacy this week. SB Live Washington picks 30 to 19. Gonzaga Prep and that stringy defense and that triple option. Bob Sacamano block scheme. Dave co- head coach Dave McKenna, triple option offense led by quarterback Ryan McKenna. 30 to 19. Gonzaga Prep is the pick. Todd, what uh what about the Bullpups stands out to you here? Well, you know, I talked to a GSL coach about this game, and 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 quite frankly, they, you know, of all the teams that they play in the GSL, uh, Gun- uh, Mount Spokane might match up best with with Gonzaga Prep and what they do. They don't they don't change, they don't shift a whole lot in this particular matchup. You know, they can do sing- do some things with their pass game with, with Kellen Flanagan and. And and get and attack the perimeter. That's how you have to attack Gonzaga Prep. You have to attack them out wide, and you have to attack them deep. And and the and the Wildcats have that. I just in in a game where Gonzaga Prep could shorten it. They're at home. They've got a senior quarterback on a mission. I just couldn't pick against Gonzaga Prep at home. Uh, we think that they're one of the two or three best teams in four A. They're a viable state contender. Um, that's why I kind of picked them to kind of finish the deed and, and move on to the postseason. You know, Mount Spokane's impressive. Mount Spokane has, I think, uh, a deep three A playoff run in them. Um, but can it can it overcome uh, a rush attack that is just really hard to figure out? Uh, and, and for those reasons, Todd, I, I agree with you. I think Gonzaga Prep gets the nod here, especially at home. Um, really looking forward to that one. I hope. Uh, I hope they pack that place uh, at G Prep. I was I was there in week two. It's a it's it's a fun environment. It's not a huge stadium, but it, I, I'm sure um, with all the bragging rights on the line that uh, that that place is going to be rocking. But let's head back to the Northwest Conference. We talked about the wild scene uh, in with 
in the Northwest Conference at the two-way level with all those great teams uh, competing for just two postseason bids. That all comes down to one game this week, Burlington Edison at Squalicum for that number two spot. What's the pick, Todd? Yeah, I mean, I, I think this sets up for a Squalicum win. I mean, Burlington Edison is a, is a great story They've, with, you know, a, a team that, that, that was an offer here a couple years ago has made has made some some great progress. Uh, a team that's really navigated this league. As you know, this is a power pack district. The Squalcom hasn't had that that really good um, backfield, offensive backfield together since week three. They you know uh, they, they they both have sort of been in and out of the lineup. They and and not a hundred percent. And that's the key when you have a quarterback that can run and 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 he's one of the fastest guys probably at the position. Um, you know, you're, you're, if he's nursing a shoulder injury, like he has, you're, you're going to, you're going to kind of be conservative. He's full go, uh, you know, Ben yeah, I'm sorry, Leighton Smithson. Correct. And then in Ben Shamblocker, the, the wazoo commit, um, is, is, is fully healthy. And to have those two guys, you know, staring at you on defense, that's, that's a tall task for this Burlington Edison defense. That's played really, really well, though. I don't want to sh- shortcut that. They probably have the MVP in Zach, Wattons, uh, Zach Watson, uh, the dual-threat quarterback who scares the crud out of defensive coordinators all throughout the state in 2A. It's unfortunate that both of these teams can't be in the state playoffs because both of them have played well. Both of them are seemingly playing their best football right now. Um, it just It's just unfortunate that this has sort of come down to a winner-take-all game at, in Bellingham on Friday night. You know, we were, I was putting together our uh, top 10 highlights of the week, which come out every Monday night. They're left open for fan vote on what the top highlight is through Friday. You could vote for, uh, actually, by the time you're listening to this, it might have closed. They closed Friday at 9 a.m. But anyways, um, I think this was two weeks ago. I think it was in the Nooksack game. Uh, Squalicum had a series of long touchdown runs and... Leighton Smithson, man. I mean, he he had one. I think he had an eighty-yard run, uh, and we ended up including Ben Schlembacher's, I think, ninety-yard touchdown run, where he just exploded up the middle and nobody could catch him. But Smithson, man, that kid is so fast. I, I mean, you talk about track speed. We've talked about it before. Uh, at this point, uh, I think we talked about it in the preseason. Even you and I uh, know his name from uh, our coverage in the state of Idaho last year. But uh, yeah. Very impressive uh, quarterbacks on both sides of the ball that kind of do different things. So uh, Squall comes the pick here. Uh, that should be a good game to follow. Let's head to the 3A PCL. Four teams in the 3A PCL get into the postseason, but two teams are kind of going to be playing for second this week uh, after Lincoln secured uh, that PCL crown last week in the win over Lakes that you covered and we talked about uh, in our last podcast. Lakes is going at Spanaway Lake to play for second. Uh, Spanaway Lake, of course, has dealt with a COVID pause, has dealt with cancellations, has only played a couple games this season. It was a team that we thought, after what they did in the spring season running the table and how much it brought back, uh, was really poised to do something special this year. And, and it's tough because they really haven't uh, had the opportunity to do that. Uh, and so... I think this is going to be kind of a prove-it game for a Spanaway Lake team that will be playing in the pro- in the postseason, uh, but 
faces a tall task in a Lakes team that got its quarterback back for a fifth year a couple weeks ago and, and looked you know, really strong in a losing effort last week on Saturday against Lincoln. Todd, with for, without further ado, um, what's your pick? I don't know if I can pick this game, Andy. I, I, we saw what Spanaway Lake, I mean, they've been on three COVID pauses. We were, uh, we've written about that. They came, after, they came back from a COVID pause and got drilled by Lincoln. They did, just didn't look very sharp coming off the break. Um, and then last week, you know, it, I, I talked to Cam Roback a little bit about, you know, what do you do to keep your edge? I mean, this is the third time this has happened. And he, he says, you know, all we can do is simulate some competitive stuff, some one-on-one stuff in practice, um, do some team bonding stuff. Um, yeah, he goes, it's a challenge. It's been a challenge. Um, I mean, he brought up the point. You think about it. He goes, we're going to play more games in the spring than we will in the fall in the regular season. And that's, that's mind-blowing, um, given the fact that the, the spring season was so abbreviated. So, But they're playing at home. You know, I, 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 I really like Josiah Wagner. The one thing that the, he had a big game against Lakes last year, the, the thing about the time down or the time off is, is he's, he's been able to just sort of get that foot injury right. I think this is as close to 100% as you're going to see him. He's a dangerous, dangerous skill position player, Dempsey James. Uh, they've, you know, they've had some guys that have really stepped up. Joshua Colley's a guy that we, we've highlighted on our, on our highlight package, a sophomore running back, um, that good defense. But I, Lakes has to take a lot of confidence, Andy, from what it, it did last week in, in being in that game against Lincoln, down so many starters with their own COVID issues. Uh, I thought Justin Brennan played pretty well. I know he had two turnovers, but he made two big pass plays. Uh, you know, Leah Pululasi and, and Michael Westbrook Jr. And, and, and I mean, they've got their own really good cast of fantastic skill position guys. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Is, is Devon, Devon Nafoa Masoe back? There's a chance he might be back for the playoffs, Andy, from what Dave Miller is telling me. He's, he, I talked to him before the game last week. He's champing at the bit. He's, you know, I don't think he likes being in street clothes. It's been two plus years now since he's, you know, it's, it's just been unfortunate that he's had to deal with, with the knee stuff. And, um, but he, I don't think he will be back this week. I, I will pick Spanaway Lake. I don't think it's going to be a very high scoring game. Well, last year was, but I think in the, you know, I, I think it's just going to be more of a defensive controlling things. Um, very conservative, just kind of close to the vest. I, I think Spanaway Lake's going to win 1917. Well, I agree with you with the low-scoring nature of things, but uh, you pick – you say 1917. I, I, I kind of think Lakes is going to pull this one out, Todd. I think they're, they're still searching for that signature win, uh, the momentum carrying over from last week, and just the athletes they have all over the field uh, I think match up with what Spanaway has uh, okay. And, yeah, I, th- I, I like Lakes here in, in a close one, but this, uh, again, speaks to the strength of uh, the top three in this league. Let's head over, let's head across uh, the state to uh, the middle of the state, the SCAC 1A, SCAC East, is playing for the top spot. Um, I I don't think we have a whole lot of uh, reservations on this pick. Connell takes on Royal, two storied programs, two programs that have played each other a lot of times over a lot of years. Uh, And both programs uh, that that will be in the postseason here in the last week of league play, uh, 
it's at Royal. Royal has dispensed of everybody in its path uh, for uh, as long as, uh, I guess, the last close game it played was the uh, 20, 2019 state championship game that they won, uh, that the Knights won. So uh, I say Royal 42 to 10. I think, uh, I think uh, Carson Reiner at running back at Connell and that Connell rush attack gets, gets at least one touchdown in. Uh, but Royal, Derek Bergeson, uh, Luke Bergeson, Avery Ellis, and co. roll on Friday. What do you say? I, I say the same. I, you know, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel here. That's a pretty good score, Andy. Um, I'm impressed. You're impressed. But seemingly people around the state are bored. I see where Eatonville is closing the gap in the AP poll. I see. I, I just I hear chatter that this is Royals ripe for a loss. I, I just I, I, I don't I guess I guess when you win as many games as Wiley Allred does and, and the Knights, and it just gets pretty boring that you just throw anything up there. Like, yeah, you know, they're going to get beat. I, I, I don't see them getting beat this week. I don't see them getting beat next week. I don't see them getting beat the next week after, and I don't see them getting beat the week after that. Now, if you want to get them in a championship game with an Eatonville or a Linden Christian again, a surging Linden Christian team, then then we'll talk. But – you know, these are the scores that we're going to keep seeing over and over. They're that good. The Bergesons. I mean, we have to go through the list again. I mean, geez. I mean, they're loaded and their defensive line starting to play. Well, yeah. Do they have the biggest? This isn't the biggest Royal team that, that Wiley's had, but he, he knows how to put it together. Um, and, and this team is putting it together and they will roll past Connell and get into the 1A state playoffs and bore everybody else. Moses Lake could win its first league title since 2017, went winless in 2019, and in his second season, head coach Brett Jay has uh, put together a pretty impressive program turnaround. Uh, that team is, is uh, undefeated in league thus far, but hosts West Valley of Yakima uh, on Friday, and the Rams would like to change that with their pass attack of Skylar Cassell and coach Dan Amon. Uh, they're up for the challenge. The CBBN plays for two bids, uh, but does not cross over in week 10. So I believe that second spot will be solidified uh, in these next two weeks between Eastmont, West Valley, and Sunnyside. Um, prediction here, I like Moses Lake. You get Moses Lake at home and you know how they've been able to win games late. Um, with you know different facets of, of their game, Moses Lake has found ways to win late. It did it against Sunnyside a couple weeks ago. Uh, Brett Jay has got this thing rolling. I picked Moses Lake in a close game, 24-21. Uh, what do you think about that? I talked to Dan Iman about this game because you know West Valley as a 4A school has not been in a position to win. I know they won their their abbreviated you know reconfigured division in the spring of the CBBN, but they have not won a 4A CBBN title. So this is a big moment for for this particular team to kind of vault itself into a tie. But I asked him, I said, what do you think? What are you noticing about Moses Lake now? And he says, they do a great job of just doing things to keep you off balance. And that is a signature Brett J coaching style. He, he's done it everywhere he's been. Um, this is a team that can go spread and then they can go bunch. Um, they can, they can beat you with finesse and they can beat you with power. Um, and I think Brett J enjoys the chess game of coaching and that's why he's winning games. I mean, is this, is this the, is this team significantly more talented than everybody else in the CBBN? I would, I would venture to say that they're probably not as talented as, as Sunnyside or Eastmont. Um, but he 
finds ways schematically to unnerve you. And I, I agree, Andy. I think they're going to close the deal this week. Um, I, I like that passing attack with West Valley. It's a, it's a something that we're going to watch for the next year or two with, with the Castle Kid. And uh, But I think this is Moses Lake's year. They're winning close games. Or, and, and in front of the home fans, they've had to endure a pretty rocky three-year stretch. I, I think Moses Lake's going to win in a very close game. But that's what they do. They win close games. You and I have had a lot of consensus this week. I think the uh, the machine of SB Live Washington uh, picking on the site. We we pick three games in in the preview each week, and then we save uh, the rest of the picks for this podcast. But a lot of consensus. I, I guess that maybe that Lake Spanaway Lake game is going to be our tiebreaker between us. We'll have to talk about it uh, when we uh, recap Week Nine on Sunday. Moving on to Saturday, and the last two games we'll talk about here before we get out of here. Richland travels uh, across town to Kennewick. Uh, Richland sitting at one loss. Elijah Rodriguez, a defensive lineman, a defensive end and running back, just committed to Eastern Washington this week to continue that uh, streak of, of recent MCC standouts heading that way. Last year it was three Kamayakin guys. This year uh, Rodriguez is is headed that way. And uh, Richland has... Uh, I would say the program is on the upswing. They've got solid senior leaders. They were a team that we picked uh, to win this league in the preseason. Uh, it's been Kamiakin's league uh, at the 4A level. But Kennewick is, uh, you know, outside of Kamiakin, I think has, has cemented itself as the toughest team in that league. And so I think I think Kamenic, or I think Kennewick uh, with with Miles Mayofsky with its size on the line, with the Napix. Randy Affolter deserves a lot of credit for uh, the way that he, um, the way that that team won and the culture that he built kind of on the fly in his first year, two years ago. Kennewick went and played in a 3A state semifinal game. Uh, this year, they're even on, uh, the, the trajectory uh, maybe is, is higher than it was two years ago. I pick Kennewick 31 to 21. This game's going to be at Lampson, uh, Kennewick hosting on Saturday. Any pushback? No, you're not going to get any pushback. I, I mean, this is a this is a this is like a tank that takes a long time to warm up, man. You saw some of those scores, Andy, early on with Kennewick. You're like, what's going on over there? Why are they winning these low-scoring games? It just some teams just need the time to warm up, and they are warmed up. I mean, when Miles Mayowski says this is. It's playoff time, man. I believe him. I'm not gonna, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna go against the guy. I, I mean, he's a, he's got state experience. He knows how to beat great teams. I, you know, I talked to 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 uh, to Mike Needhold after the game, uh, their game this past weekend uh, against Southridge, and he wasn't he wasn't happy. He was he was actually pretty peeved about the way his team played in the second half, and knows that this time of year you can't take your foot off the pedal, man. And, uh, you know, they've been a little up and down that way. Uh, you know, we, we know that they, they went to, to Mead and, and, and won a, uh, you know, it's not an easy trip, but, you know, a close game against a surging Mead team that's shown a lot of improvement over the year. But this is a team that's kind of been up. And when they're up, they're really good, Andy. But when they've been sort of hit or miss, you know, uh, and you can't play that way this time of year against a good team like this. I think Kenwick... I agree. I think Kenwick wins a little bit of a, a lower scoring game. I, I want to say 24-21. 24-21 is your pick. 31-21 is mine. Regardless, the prediction here is a Kenwick win. Jeff Morrow is going to be at that game. Uh, Tri-City legend uh, for SB Live on Saturday, so a lot to look forward to there. 
To wrap things up, we'll move back across the state to the west side to your neck of the woods, Todd. The 4A SPSL, Puyallup and Bellarmine Prep, both 5-2 and two in league, playing for that number three spot in uh, what might be the toughest league in the state this year. Uh, is definitely up there. Uh, what say you, Todd? Puyallup goes on the road at Bellarmine Prep, but does that big line, uh, Micah Balzarini, have enough to uh, to take down the Lions? Who you know, Tristan Warner, uh, you know, it's it's kind of been the Tristan Warner show. You know, uh, my gut tells me Puyallup wins this game. Uh, what do you say? You've seen both teams play. I say Jordan Dwyer finishes the season really, really strong because I just don't know how Bellarmine's going to defend him. He's fantastic. All over the field. I think he's going to make a couple big plays. I think Pialp makes enough plays. Uh, they're bigger than Bellarmine. They're probably a little more physical. I mean, Brian Jensen does a great job schematically of keeping that team in games. Um, you're right. Uh, Tristan Warner's been fantastic. Uh, they they need to get healthy and sharp moving forward. This is. I think this is still a Bellarmine team that can win a game in the state playoffs with all those seniors. Um, but Pialop's got the Joes. Um, they got the big line. They got the guy out, out, out wide. They've got two pretty good running backs. And, you know, you mentioned Micah Balzarini. Um, it's about time for him to, to really kind of get on a roll uh, for this team. If he does, watch out. This is, this is, his, this is still a top 10 team um, uh, from a talent perspective. So I, I also expect Pialop to win. But 21, I'm going to go 21-17 there. Uh, Vikings will steal a game here in Tacoma. 21-17. I've got that written down. We will uh, have to relitigate that on Sunday when we uh, join and and bless your your podcast feeds next Sunday night uh, with a wrap-up of what happened in Week 9. And there's a lot of movement after week nine. The, the 3A is going to be seated. The round of 32 is going to be seated by a committee of district uh, ADs, ADs, coaches across the state. I got to hop off this podcast right now to uh, make sense of all that and write up a story for the site. That site is scorebooklive.com slash Washington. Uh, read all our work there as well as the SB Live sports app. I've been Andy Bueller. He's Todd Millis. We will be back Sunday. podcast is brought to you by SB Live Sports, your national hub for high school sports news and information. Subscribe for free wherever you get podcasts. If you do it on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review to help us best serve you, the listener. You can find our website at scorebooklive.com slash Washington. There you'll see news, features, highlights, podcasts, and everything in the world of high school sports across this state. As always, a big shout out to our sponsor, Washington Federal. Thanks to Dan Dickow and Todd Millis for bringing the heat every week. This song you're hearing is by the band Woodrow. It's called So Far Away. It's written by James Schroeder, Carl Johnson, and my dad, Matt Bueller. I'm Andy Bueller. We'll be back next week. take a moment to tell you about something really exciting for high school sports fans across the country. SB Live Sports has launched a free iPhone and Android app featuring the latest high school sports news here in Washington and across the country. 
With the SB Live Sports app, it's now even easier to follow your favorite team and tailor your experience to your interests. With real-time scores and news alerts, as well as video highlights, podcasts, photo galleries, rankings, game coverage, and much more, the app delivers on the content you want in one convenient place. The SB Life Sports app features exclusive content from on-the-ground reporters across the country, and it's the number one source for Washington high school sports fans with coverage from reporters Todd Millis, myself, Andy Bueller, as well as SB Live's preeminent basketball mind and recruiting expert Dan Dickow. The SB Live Sports app is available at no charge in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Download it today.